didn't know who now. <laughs> Welcome to the Vance Podcast. I'm Dan. And I'm Nick. And we are not freezing to death. Yeah. <laughs> Trying not to. You still got snow up by you? Yeah, everything's just turned to a solid sheet of ice. Oh, fun. It's pretty fun. The roads are clear. That's easier when you have a big I was going to say a big truck. Hilarious. Yeah, <laughs> great. Yeah. I have a perfectly flat driveway, and I still tend to just slide around it. It's, yeah. Which is actually kind of fun. I got stuck in an elevator trying to come here. I heard. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and it's there's two elevators in my building, and the one I is, is stuck on my floor. So you get in it thinking you're going somewhere, and it doesn't go anywhere. <laughs> then the then you finally get out, and then you hit the button like you want to go down again, and it opens that same door. So it was, you know, uh, that was fun. I mean, but I had that moment where I was standing in the elevator, and the light was lit, and I'm standing there waiting for something to happen, and it just didn't. So thank God one of my neighbors came and pushed to go down, <laughs> or the door would <laughs> never open. Like, and I probably would be still standing there. So, uh, yeah. Nice. Yeah. 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 I don't know anything else. I played with my RC car in the snow. Did you? Imagine that. Okay. <laughs> that was yes. the highlight of the Fair. entire snow for me right okay. now. All I had to do was work. Yeah. I like went outside on lunch. I'm like, I'm going to go play. Well, <laughs> let my brain unwind. Totally fun. I'm just saying this. I mean, I think, I think you need to take more breaks, but you work at Microsoft mm-hmm. and there are giant parking garages. <laughs> you, you Have you seen how fast that thing is? No, I haven't. But I'm just saying, I think most people are going on Christmas. You should, I mean... If I had to test out an RCV. <laughs> oh, no. I thought about it until I hit full speed with that thing once. Like, if you miss, like, you're not going to, like, bounce off a tire. Okay. You're going to you're break the else. side of a car or break somebody's leg. <laughs> it literally, like, it's one of those things that you think it's going to do. You know, they say in the box, does 60 miles an hour. And you're like, scale speeds, it's like 10, you know, when you were a kid. No, it'll do 60. It will hurt you. It is a missile. I gotcha. love it. It's okay. perfect for the farm. I love it. Perfect <laughs> for the farm. It's what every farmer needs is a 60 mile an hour <laughs> RC car. Yeah. Right? Fair enough. Yeah. So I'm raising fun. like greyhounds that you need to have chase. <laughs> right. So, yeah. Yeah. I'm teasing the coyotes. Good for you. Yeah. Get them. Get them. Um, yeah, so I, our Carter Automotive Group tip of the week has nothing to do with that. So <laughs> I was I was talking with a friend the other day, and I was they were trying to describe a noise to me, and out their motor was making, or their engine, their engine was making a noise. And I said, well, is it pinging? Is it knocking? And they're like, what's the difference? And if you look online, um, this is a very interchanged word, pinging and knocking. Huh. And they are different things technically. I am not the grammar police, and if somebody said one for the other and meant the other, I would, like, if they said pinging and they meant knocking, I wouldn't hold it against them. And don't be that snob in the car community. Pinging is pre-detonation, pre-ignition, when the fuel, there's too much heat in the chamber, and then piston goes up, and technically, yes, it's compression, and then it pre-ignites the fumes. Before the piston is fully. Before it's stopped at center. Yeah. Yeah, or right before. And uh, that is that pinging. It's kind of a high-pitched pinging noise. It's metallic-sounding. Knock technically is rod knock, and that is when well your bearings are getting shot and your rod is knocking inside the in, in the stroke. I would there. think a pinging could lead to a knocking it, because it can it absolutely the, okay. right. it can absolutely be a pre precursor to knocking. But if you want to get specific with your mechanic that and you know the difference, you can say it's pinging or knocking, and they do sound different. Pinging is a high pitch sound, knocking is a knock, and it's bad. They're both very bad. As being a car guy, there's no more joy than I have when somebody comes to me that's not a car person. They try to explain a noise, and then they try to, re, you know, I love it. They make that's the, sound. the fun part. <laughs> like you're like, okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I know what that is. You may have a gopher in your engine. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's very angry. Yeah, <laughs> the, the hamster is mad at the wheel. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So anyway, yeah. If you want to, if you want to get technical, that's that's the difference there. But um, if you look online, you'll find a lot of people interchanging that word, ping and knock, and uh, don't hold it against them. Don't be that guy. Don't be that girl. Just. Uh, Ask them a few more questions. Yeah. I mean. And know. either way, you got problems you need to get fixed right away. You do not let those things slide. And it's funny because I don't think I could necessarily, I mean, definition now, but I mean, 
I think if I heard it, I'd go, yeah, I know what that is. But it's yeah. very uncommon to hear pinging on a new car. Yeah, uh, a newer, as in like fuel injected vehicle. Like a lot when you're you're uh, wasn't quite right back in the '60s, '70s, '80s. Like ping and knock were very common noises. Ping especially, and now you just don't hear it as often because of engine ECUs actually work really well on yeah. stock cars. <laughs> it's not supposed to happen. So yeah. yeah, if you have that now, you have a real big problem, and you have yeah. knock sensors and everything else too, and mass airflow sensors. All the sensors lead to sensors. That. Anyway. More things yeah. to break is what it leads to. Yes, yeah. and much more expensive repairs when you hear them now. 100%. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> you know, just change your timing a little bit. Good to go. No. Yeah, if yeah. you look at ping over time, if you like, if you get a piston that, with ping, what happens to it, pre-detonation? Hmm. It looks like a golf ball, like little dimples all over the top of it. It's really interesting. interesting. Yeah, from the way it ignites in there. I mean, I've seen it when somebody put a golf ball in there and what happens to it. But I mean, <laughs> so, so, yeah. That sounds kind of fun. So, yeah. Someone is joining us. Oh, no. It's not just our guest either. We're going to introduce our guest, but <laughs> yeah. there's some guy yeah. staring at the camera being quiet. We'll let, we might let him talk. You, you can't Probably trust not. the British. I know. So That's why we don't have nice things. So, <laughs> yeah. Well, he did bring us our guest this week, and we have a very cool guest this week. We oh. have been unproductively <laughs> not working and staring at her website all day, and it's not an OnlyFans. <laughs> wow. I don't think we've ever said that. Um, yeah, so good enough. That. But, yeah, um, but it is much more appealing for those of us in the car industry. <laughs> I don't know if she's holding a straight face now, but uh, Lynn Heiner, she is an artist, uh, which does incredible automotive-related art and other art as well. But uh, we uh, are very excited to have her on the show because we are big fans of her art. I hope I'm. Sa- Am I saying your name right? First of all, I didn't you ask. Are. You. Okay, I'm just making sure. You never know. <laughs> You know, it's it seems really easy to, like, I see it and smell it, and it comes out in my head, but, you know. No, no, I've heard it all sorts of fun ways, both Lynn and Heiner. I've heard it very many ways. So you guys got it. You're good. Okay. So many things I want to say. Um, so, <laughs> Lynn, um, you are the first in, in, a, in a series. It, it, Mr. Carl uh, went out and booked us a bunch of people, and you're the first one that we really – he's done it before, but, like, the next, I think, five people on this episode. Carl just keeps traveling in his quote-unquote retirement and finding amazing people and saying, hey, you should talk to these guys. And we're like, okay. But I always – before I, we get Carl's to know great. you – And I yeah. want to get to know you. I want to know how you know Carl. It's a kind of funny story, actually. So Mark Green, who I have known since my the beginning of my uh, – car art days he was i launched at sema in 2017 and mark was uh gracious enough to interview me like five minutes after that that show and because of our connection i have met some of the most stellar human beings and carl is one of them and actually for the longest time i was just admiring because of our mutual connection to mark um i was just admiring his photography i didn't know he was going to be doing Avance or anything like that. We just, I think we had a mutual respect for what each other did. Now so. I know she's lying because she says she respects Carl. Right. So <laughs> obviously paid her. So, you know, that's the uh, thing. I mean, yeah. no, uh, we are I huge mean, fans of Carl's work. Huge fan of Carl's and yours. And yours and well, of Mark's. Uh, Mark Green has a, is yes. a friend of ours as well. Um, obviously. You know, having an automotive podcast and starting yeah. in the same area that he started cars. Yeah, Who we would were do such a thing. We were very close. He's been on the show, so I mean, yeah. it's it's great. It's so it's a good thing. It's a it's a tight community, actually, the car community as a whole. Because I used to be a trade show manager in the auto racing industry many years ago. Um, you can kind of see how it all sorts to paths cross over and over and and overlap in different ways and so that's actually one of the best things about the car community it is a community it's it can be a very small community and that's what i like about it 
that's one of the problems with the car community because once you get a restraining order, it's like it's yeah. everywhere. Because yeah. I mean, people yeah. are just you Nick know. Nick doesn't go to trade shows. In yep. case you're wondering. <laughs> I'm just kidding. For a lot of reasons, you, you keep stealing so many tchotchkes, and they're like, "No, you don't need another you know pair of inflatable dice." So. That wasn't free. I don't <laughs> seem to come in my hand really. I mean, okay, so. Yeah. Lynn, I mean, obviously, you know, coming from the, the the automotive industry and things like, did you have you always loved cars? Have you always sort of yeah. okay? You've always sort of been in that business. Yeah, I grew up around it. My dad, you, the first my first memories are of my dad rebuilding and racing Porsches when I was very young. So you know, uh, much younger. Than, you guys are much younger than I am. So back in the old days, we used to slide around the bucket front seats of my dad's Porsche, and you know, no seatbelts, no nothing, and and our my little fat paw of a hand would uh be on the shifter and he would say okay let's go and he would help shift it for me and that those are some of my earliest memories those are awesome. so, yeah my dad did the same thing i remember that i mean dan and i are children of the early 80s so i mean we remember being in the back of large cars and you know laying on the back dash sliding around yeah, absolutely yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> Playing corners, yeah, absolutely. That's the yeah. best game. Absolutely, yeah. So bench seats slide. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Especially with some of the stuff that seats were made out of. Come on over here. Yeah. <laughs> yep, <there you> go. <laughs> <laughs> that was later. <laughs> that was in the mid nineties. Boy, that's creepy sounding now. Yep, yep, it is. Yep, it is. Those cartoons didn't phrasing. age well. Phrasing, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So you are more than a car artist, though. I mean, I love your automotive artwork, and we will talk more about that. But I want to talk about um, your up. How did you get into art? What made you an artist? What was that aha moment for you? Well, I I have pictures going back from before I lost teeth, where I was creating and sitting on the floor for hours at a time, uh, coloring mostly, but also finger painting and whatever was available to me. And that was probably the earliest. I did go to art school. That was actually what I planned on doing as a profession was something in the arts. It isn't what I did when I came out of school. I was a trade show manager after a a variety of different type of jobs. And so art actually as a profession came in my 40s (laughs) that's great later later i mean (laughs) that's like a second life though there's hope for us dan you and i can be artists honestly oddly that's very nice to hear because it's like you know you basically had a whole nother life so restarted right in your 40s that's fantastic yeah, no, that's actually a lot of uh, young artists, especially ones who are trying to be mom or have different things where they're trying to do this on the side. I'm like, give yourself a break, man. This is going to be there. And actually, for me personally, it once it came, once the call came to do this professionally, I had so much behind it that I wanted to come out. I was prolific. I was that first year after I created my my voice in it. I probably created 200 paintings easy and they would come at 20 at a time. I would be working on various pieces, not as large as I do now, but I would have 20 different paintings going easily. And it was there, there was just so much I wanted to create. So it's, it's, it's definitely there for later. I tell artists that all the time. I'm looking, (laughs) I'm looking at your Instagram of of that photo that uh, you posted. I don't know when it was, but I think it's you drawing on newspaper. Yeah. Little so. blondes, yeah. yes, yeah, that is me. Yes, yes, that's yes. Adorable. I know adorable. it's hard to imagine. I don't have Passion. any blonde left, 
<laughs> but yeah, the, it, it was blonde a uh, hundred years ago. I was, uh, yeah, as we've been telling everybody, it's a uh, Lynn Heiner cars for our automotive audience for your main automotive art Instagram page. It is worth checking out. It's beautiful, beautiful stuff. When it comes to your art, is there a baby, something you've painted that you, that you've painted and you're like, yes, this is the one that you go back to that you just love every single time. There's actually a couple for a variety of reasons. I mean, obviously for me, the personal ones are the first one I did. So the one that you guys saw behind me, that's actually uh, a, the first one I did, right? So that's Weird, Stephane. it's a Porsche. Who would have known? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, and that came as a request from a client who he had my other work and asked for a piece for his office. And, and he said, Porsche, I go, yeah, yeah, I'll do that. I'll, I'll try it. But remember, you get what you get and you don't throw fit because I don't draw it out and, and come up with a concept. I take a photo and I go from that photo. So that was uh, once I did that, I was like, "Ooh, this is sort of fun. This is kind of a thing. I think this could be a thing. And then I did a Cobra 427. And as I was just starting the hood line, I knew immediately this very red Cobra was going to be the beginning of a series and that so sherry was her name and as i finished her i immediately started working on a on a third piece and knew that that was going to be a thing and then of course the one i did that was an homage to my dad's car which was greta uh the 911 the orange 911 the uh, rear end of that car is probably that's personal because obviously that's the reason I'm a car girl, but so many, there's so many beautiful cars. There's so many beautiful things to paint. I have a hard time saying other than those two, because they're personal, super personal. They are, there's just, there's nothing better. I've seen Sherry make a few appearances on your page and I'm admire an admirer as well. I'm, I mean, I've always been drawn to that car since I was a little kid and then so uh, Nick and, Nick and I had the chance to drive. We've driven a few reproductions, Cobras. Yeah. And yeah, that's the most terrifying car I've ever driven in my life. Some of us have been so pulled over in them. That's right. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on their birthday. <laughs> he so. knew it was your birthday. <laughs> yep. <laughs> he didn't know how to write a ticket, so I got out of that, but yeah. Well, so. that's a nice one. You just smile and nod. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. How do you choose the names for your, your, uh, I keep trying Art. to say prints, but it's Art? paintings. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's paintings. It is yes. paintings. So, well, when they're from my collection, they're always a female name. And let's be fair. The, the underlying title of the whole collection is the other woman. So they Ooh. will always get female names and I try and be true to what the origin of the car's uh, co country is. And so I'll lean into that, but that's, if somebody doesn't have a name for their car that I've, I've painted, I'll usually go, well, I can come up with something. <laughs> <laughs> I'll name I can her. help you with yeah. that. <laughs> nice. But that's it. What? You, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> what, as an artist, I, I'm not an artist, but I mean, you're an artist. What What do you paint in? I mean, do you paint on canvas? What do you paint? Because, I mean, I was looking at, at this stuff, and I, I didn't realize it until I'd followed, followed on the Instagram that some of the stuff, like, you're do, one of the, the th videos you did was a, you're doing the Porsche symbol, but you're doing with gold leaf on there, which is really cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Isn't that a fun one? Yeah. So the painting is actually all done with knives. There's no brushwork. And it, I'm going to show you because she's I've done a Ginsu, this with videos. Just so we're clear, she's got a big yeah. thing of Ginsu's back there. Yeah. The artists okay, listening so to the show are cringing at us. Yeah. But yeah. 
<laughs> she's doing her best friend Edward, Edward Scissorhands. Yeah. yeah, yeah, one of those. Yeah, no. So they're all flexy, and they, you know, they they afford me a lot of flexibility. So once I've got all the all the painting down, then I will usually have either uh, twenty four karat gold or uh, silver leafing that will go anywhere. There's chrome or gold. It's just so kind of with, a fun little with the knives, you're, I mean, you're obviously not, and again, don't know anything about it. With, with a paintbrush, you're spreading out the paint. You're having, it, the paint is thicker with the knives. Is that, that gives the 3D effect kind of thing? Yeah. It's, I'm not so I to, use I'm a heavy body. No, no, no. These are <laughs> yeah. good questions yeah. for anyone who's not an artist. This is, yeah. this is, I get asked this a lot. So it's not a standard paint. It's a heavy body paint. So that just means it's super thick to start with. And then um, the knives automatically you're using more paint than you do with a brush. So I go through gobs of paint. Like if you were in my studio right now, I have three cabinets that are filled with paint and they're usually five to six tubes deep because I will, any painting that's larger than a three by four, I usually go through probably 10 tubes of paint. So there's a lot of paint that goes on. I have a lot of layers. I, I start with an abstract painting. I build up the background and then I start on the subject. Once I get to the subject, there's so many layers that are already thick. It really does add to that textural element. So yeah, I'm, it's, kinda, it's just fun. I'm looking through your stuff, and and again, listeners, you really got to go check out Lynn Heiner cars. It's beautiful, but some of these Thank are you. literally life size as far as scale. And I mean, it, they're massive, so that's a ton of paint. And it, I'm just blown a, blown away at how well you <laughs> capture it because everything I I tried have ever tried to do with art and draw a car it just turns out like this Tesla Cybertruck. I'm, I'm really good. those <laughs> those, uh, those like turkeys you used to make as a kid with yeah, your hand, hand. I can yeah. make those all day, all day. <laughs> all day. So, yeah, those are. You easy can get too. your digits involved. They Absolutely, start getting yeah. a little playful. Yeah. <laughs> um, you said you were prolific your first year that you started doing this. What um, besides just putting out a ton of <laughs> content? Uh, how did what was, was there a piece or a, a time where you really knew you had made it? Like where you started to get a ton of attention in your art's beautiful. So I'm not surprised. It's like, you look at it and yeah, of course she's going to make it. But when was it that moment for you? I appreciate that. So it's sort of a, it's, it's a double-edged sword, social media, right? Because unless you have 20,000 followers, people don't think you're actually doing well, but I, I, I happen to, to get out there more than probably most artists. I pro I'd probably do 20 events a year. So now I'm in the studio and when I'm in the studio, it's, it's gotta be a little bit more directed time. But when I'm not in the studio, I'm usually traveling at an event, uh, doing something, meeting people. And for me, you know, I'm having conversations with my tax guy earlier today <laughs> and, you know, having to have conversations about, okay, so you're putting this aside, right? I'm like, all right, yeah, I guess I am. Totally. Um, so <laughs> yeah, that's, Thankfully, that's a good problem to have. That's not a standard problem to have, but we work very hard. Um, my husband works with me now. He retired from his job three years ago, and it was right when I was starting to take off. And I said, I think I need to hire somebody. I want you to be able to stay retired if you want to stay retired, but everything I need done, you're really good at. <laughs> so I'm just seeing the interview process where she's like, you're not hired yet, but you can interview. <laughs> oh. It was on our way to Monterey, and he was having a really good time going up to Monterey. Let me see me. your references, sir. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Well, let me see. What are your quals here? Mm -hmm. <laughs> what would your wife say about you, sir? <laughs> so. 
Yeah. So he, he was like, you know, this is a lot of fun. Yeah. He didn't, I, I think he probably would honestly say he should probably be here talking about this, but he would say he works probably twice as hard as he did at his old job. And he was the, the he was the director of creative and marketing for a publishing company. Oh. And I think he, but he loves it. And that part is such a gift for both of us. Cause we used to work together. We used to work out in our publishing company together. I was the trade show department and he was in the art and uh creative department so nice. okay it works out kind of nice a connection was made yeah. it's a circle, <laughs> it's a circle. <laughs> so, i mean you were saying so i mean obviously your inspiration is from growing up with these cars but you do have people that come to you and and and, and ask you like here's a photo can you do this for me correct but oh yeah and, and, and I noticed, I noticed, and which I love when you're like, okay, th- I'm going to do this, but you're going to get what I create, which right. I love in the fact that, you know, it's like, <laughs> because some, well, I mean, because you do have a, a beautiful style in your art, because you don't just paint cars, like, just so we're clear, yeah. like, there's, a, there's other pieces that, that come up there. The cars are obviously what we're drawn to. And I did want to bring this up, and I, and we, I'm, especially being the Avance podcast, but you had a, we, they did a wonderful, um, a spread, yeah, spread on you, and in, in I think it was like was it the was it was the cover with the Land Rover on it. I forgot which issue that was. It wasn't too long ago. Volume two. It was earlier two. This in so two yeah, two, two say, episodes ago or two issues ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it was, was it was incredible actually when uh, Carl came to me with the idea and he wrote the piece and I just was so. I, I was overwhelmed by how lovely he was with what he said about the work and, and what he had discovered really without even much talking with me. I think he might've talked to Mark or whatever, but um, the fact that you guys did an eight page, I think it was an eight page spread. It was incredible and everything looks so beautiful. So he, you guys just knocked it out of the park with the, with the spread and, and right on the heels of that, I know Panorama also did uh, an article in, in their magazine. And so there's a lot of, um, I've had a lot of great press and I'm grateful for that. And so that's another thing that's been very helpful with uh, my success. And um, you just can't do this kind of job in a vacuum you have to be out there and people have to be able to see it so i've been it, very blessed are there any cars you're looking for or that you you've got uh you're like oh i really want to do this one and i haven't had the opportunity yet haven't found the right customer or the right car to use oh that's a good question well i'm gonna go back to the one of the things you guys asked or kind of commented on is the commission process so i yeah. probably do Five, I always start the year with five pieces. So I'm in the process right now of picking out what my three to five pieces are. <laughs> uh, my lights just turned 20... off. Don't mind the laughter. <laughs> <laughs> um, the three to five pieces that I'll create for 2023, those will go to my shows so people can kind of see what I do if they aren't familiar with it. And then, and those are usually sell, but some of them don't. And then they just stay with me and that's okay. Because what happens is then somebody goes, oh yeah, I love that, but I need it for my car. And uh, that's probably 80% of what I do in the car series. Where the florals, which you guys have alluded to, I have another series. So my petals and my petrol. So the petals side, I'll do probably eight to 10 pieces a year. And that's all I'll do in that series, really. Um, And those usually sell. And then I'll only do about 20% of commissions off of that series. So it's kind of an interesting aside. And you do, I mean, I know the originals go quickly, but you do do prints of these, correct? Or I was looking on your website. Yeah, that's what I thought. Like it was just 
drooling and really i kept looking at going but i need that boy i should get back to work boy i need that but i need to get back to work so yeah yeah so yeah yeah the prince actually i'm just uh somebody how oh, i've got to post this because it was it was a really neat project somebody saw the work at the peterson they said they they're from florida they had this room that they wanted to have a whole wall of the art and so they did uh six pieces we did them fairly large and it's going to basically be the whole wall of their one wall of their room and they're like yeah because we wanted a statement and we've been looking for three years for artwork and and so we we kind of hashed it out what it would look like uh i helped them with some cropping of some pieces and it's gonna look really cool <laughs> like I, I i look at your art and like i i you know as a as a car person and and and, and man cave lover I, I i look and i go i could make my man cave like that and the fact that i would have the car and then i would have the painting behind it and then i'd have the car and have the painting behind <laughs> it. oh yeah and that would be the end of it because i only have two cars right now but <laughs> so have know. you done any subaru outbacks yeah, yeah you, subaru <laughs> outbacks are big i mean yeah so yeah, nice you know that, that would really, go really nice I with her asked. 68 mustang she's done here. yeah so you know <laughs> First I'm of all, still, Dan, I, I was like, thinking about the Triumph, first of all. <laughs> so I did do a Triumph did logo. You? I haven't oh, okay. done a Triumph logo. I didn't I see that. Oh, that's dangerous. No, that's brand new. It came out at SEMA. <laughs> okay. Oh, cool. Okay. She knew she knew this conversation was happening and we'd be talking later. So yeah, so I was really thinking the Subaru, but okay. I mean, I'll tell I you. mean classic Subaru. lines that oh, I've never take her beautiful art and make her do a Subaru. Yeah. Yeah. A great April Fool's joke. I knew limited series and it's just like covers of like the most generic cars. Subaru, Here's you know, an 88 Taurus. <laughs> Gotta have that Taurus. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> the bad thing is, I'd buy I'll it. I'll be 100%. Be like, yep, yep. Oh, I guarantee you there's a market for that. 100%. Between the, uh, uh, I mean, just the whole 80s and 90s resurgence of Radwood. Like, oh, yeah. you, especially like if you think Mark IV Supra, AE86 yep. Corolla. Like, there's actually a huge market for that. Those are the classics of the younger generation because we're old. Actually, I, I had I, somebody approach me for Zcon at one point. We talked mm-hmm. about doing a piece for them. For So, yeah, there's definitely – Radwood has made a big push-up again. So it'll be fun to see what happens with that. I'm yeah. going to narrow in on a piece here. I mean, and, I'm, and I've, I've gone – I could drool over anything, but – I want to talk about the story of how you ended up painting a 1963 Ferrari 250 GTO because that is my far my favorite car in the world. So is that yeah. beautiful? It is. That I think it was the second year I was going to be at Amelia, and um, and it had I, I don't really pay attention to a lot of the what what it had just auctioned for or anything. It's kind of the same with the 75 Countach. Um, both of them were just sort of on my radar to paint. I have a huge library that I use as reference photos. And that 250, I had seen, uh, I think it was the, fir- the first year I was at Pebble. And I just ca- I couldn't wait. I, would, I just wanted to paint it. And uh, it was either there or the Peterson. I, I shoot so much at the Peterson because the lighting's fabulous. Uh, anyway, I I painted it. And then I painted it with the meatball. And I didn't like the meatball on it. <laughs> I took the meatball <laughs> And so if you start looking, you can actually see bits and pieces, but that 250 was so stunning. And it's really hard to paint a lot of those bubbly kind of cars at that angle. But I just, mm. it was about the mystery at that point. I just wanted it to be sort of, it's coming in on you. Yeah, it's absolutely gorgeous. I mean, one of, I mean, they're beautiful cars, obviously, but the Italian cars and the way you've really shown, you know, the lines of the car and, and the way it's coming into the, from the, kind of from the darkness into the light and you know that that iconic grill and the, and the three the three vents in the hood so yeah yep. such a pretty car yes 
you, the texture adds so much to it too. Mm-hmm. Like you were talking about earlier, you said the man cave thing, but uh, to be fair, anybody with a great car and a great background, like this is stands out more than I've, I've seen the thing before. You have the logo, the manufacturer in neon or the metal sign behind the car. I've seen this. It's the, the texture on the canvas from the oil. It's like, 3d. Yeah. Like yeah. it really brings it to life. It's not, it's, it's so much more than just a, the, it separates your garage apart. I should say. Agreed. If you had the caliber of cars, even if you don't, <laughs> but uh, if you have the caliber of cars that have a collection like this and you have these behind it, this is definitely going to be a statement piece beyond the cars. And that's hard to do because like I said, you look at, if you look at all these beautiful garages online and I like, I go to, I have these, follow these Instagram pages and Facebook pages of like dream garages and stuff. And I, I actually like the architecture and seeing how they're laid out. It's beautiful. And this is going to set it apart because I, I do yeah. see the same pattern, car sign, car neon, this is something different. This is special. And it's nice enough to go in the office or in the garage. And that's a nice differentiator. You Any place awesome. you want to stare at it for hours upon hours. Yeah. Upon hours. yeah. <laughs> well, thank so. you. Yeah. No, I appreciate that. That's actually probably one of my very first like serious collectors. Somebody who, who's done a number of pieces with me. He, he said, I actually almost walked by you, but then you had the, the Ferrari logo and it was dripping and that was what caught my eye. And I go, well, yeah, that's part of my, that's part of my signature. That's part of my style. And, and he said that I, I can see Ferrari paintings all day long, but that was different. And I go, okay, cool. <laughs> well, let's do your car. Yeah. You should have turned around and went, what do you mean it's dripping? <laughs> <laughs> it's too hot. It's too hot. It's too hot. It's too hot. It's encaustic. You can't do that. Sorry. Well, I mean, Hard I joke. think, you know, there's... <laughs> I think that, you know, it, it's it's hard to stand out in the art world and be original. But, like, this is, you know, I've seen, you know, people that have painted, taken, you know, small brushes and painted cars. And you go, yeah, it's great. But it doesn't, It I can take a photo of the it's car. It's a recreation. Yeah, it's a recreation. This yeah. is something that, that brings it, life to the car. And there's there's movement and, and the, like, I know you'd never would. But it's a painting that you would go and you go, I want to touch it. Like, I just want to feel the texture. So, yeah. <laughs> Don't do that. Yes, I understand that. Never. <laughs> Unless you want the artist to punch you in the face and everyone to support the artist. I just finished my Cheetos. I really want to touch it. You don't even know the stories I could tell on that one topic alone. I have had adult women and I've had signs or men too, but people where there's a sign and I didn't even put the sign up because I know people just can't help themselves, but it says, please do not touch the art. And this woman went like this. She was like, oh, I'm not looking at it. And she drug her her hand hand across the whole painting. And it's like, you can't, you can't help yourself. Some people just literally legitimately couldn't like keep their hands off of it. That's why I seal it. (laughs) Yeah. So now that lady only has one hand. (laughs) (laughs) We won't say what happened Uh to her. Well, it's funny because if you go to these higher end car shows and I do mean the higher end ones, there's always often a lot of wine being served. Yes. And I will say there is a certain demographic that gets really touchy-feely after a lot of wine. <laughs> and it's usually like I've had to tell people, please do not touch the cars. And it's like behind a velvet rope. And they're like, you know. And they still three, reach. Yeah, they're like three feet over about to fall on it. And they're like, ooh. I'm like, no. <laughs> so we're How running, about those diving. people who go in and they're influences or whatever? I've seen it a number of times. And they go and they sit on the car. They sit on that uh, yeah. 500 or Five hundred thousand, mm-hmm. two million dollar car, and they go and they plant their tookie on there. And I'm like, dude, what are you doing? That's that not car. even your car. 
We, I mean, uh, Dan and I have done a ton of work with Concorso Italiano down in Monterey during Car Week, and I mean, we've been in multiple meetings where we're setting up the field, and it's like, okay, well, here's where the wine is. Okay, the art's going to be at the end of there because hopefully you will finish your drink by the time you get down there. So I understand that. It's like, yeah, yeah. So I, I've I've been in art shows for years, so this isn't new to me. The wine sure. being around art is not a new thing partly why you know acrylic is pretty resilient and and we have wipies <laughs> <laughs> nice nice i mean so did i mean did did you, did you did she actually answer your question i think i interrupted as far as the car she wants to paint or hasn't painted yet oh yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. that was my bad I have probably painted it, I would say, because okay. any variety of Porsche I've done, it, like the 356 is my dream car. The Speedster, let's be real oh, specific, yeah. uh, Speedster would be the car I would like to have in my garage. Um, so, yeah, I've painted uh, all varieties of 356s and all just about every variety of Porsche um, there's a 959 I haven't done. I've done a 550 there, but then you go into the Ferraris and pretty much everyone. When I did that Testarossa, um, that was from the Bruce Meyer collection, that was, I think a 59. It was the race car. Gosh. Mm -hmm. yeah. Uh, I remember shooting that and knowing I had to paint it. And then I, I was just, I was smitten with that car. And actually that's how I met Bruce. He saw it at Pebble Beach one, one year, the year I, sh I brought it. And he just was like, can, can I take a photo of that? And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, sure, Total I goob. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I love your cars. <laughs> and he's been very gracious to me ever since, since I was, you know, kind of like you've got a great collection of cars i love them all it's like this is cool so now now he's a friend he actually so, knows my name <laughs> well there you go <laughs> there you go this is a more technical question it's almost a legal question you're using somebody you're painting somebody a cars of ferrari and things like that is this your because it's your interpretation are you allowed to do that oh, that's a good question i never know i've always wondered that it is a good question, and I do have a trademark lawyer just now on on for this reason. Fair enough. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah. But I, well, because when I first started out, I would have had no idea that it was you know because art is art, and you can do whatever you want with it, and you shouldn't have any problems with it. But I've had a other artists say you have to be careful. You can only do this many re reproductions on something, and you can only do this, which actually works out for me personally. I only release limited edition uh, reproductions. So they always stay pretty tight and um, no open runs on anything. But the branding, I so far have not had an issue. And I thought the closest thing I was going to have an issue to was when I did the series for the Saratoga Automobile Museum. And it was Porsche specific. It was a guy's whole collection. I did five pieces for it. Porsche North America and the local Porsche Clifton dealership was going to be there. And I'm like, this makes me uncomfortable because I knew the, I knew the badge was going to be there in, in, in uh, both the, on the art and in reproduction. So I was like, I was, I was tense, <laughs> tense before I got there. And I even talked to uh, the uh, creative director, Steven there. And I just was like, just, make sure they sign off on that. Cause I, I don't want to have any problems. 
and they everyone gave their thumbs up and it was clear and then that's after that is when i started talking to a trademark lawyer and he is like well you'll hear from people first but you you're right i i should never be sued for doing the image um at all and people can't actually get on me about it because if i've taken the photo then it's my photo so technically it's the photo that i'm basing it off of I mean, logically, in my mind, if, if I'm Porsche or Ferrari and I look at something like that, I go, she's enhancing our brand, if anything, you know, yeah. so making it better. But then there's those, there's always those pencil pur- pushing lawyers in the back that go, you know, yeah, you know, they're I'm, all oh, Ferrari. I'm, I'm a, yeah, it's Ferrari. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Unfortunately, that's true. We have friends who've, who've had cease and desist lawyers uh, just for even mentioning that it is one. Yeah. So yeah. I, I know that there are things that I probably could do to make myself a little less uh, or maybe I should say under the radar. I make yeah. me more under the radar, but I, I, I just lean in for now until somebody tells me. Different. Well, we found out about you. So you're above the radar. Now. <laughs> yeah. This is it. This is yep. where you make it. This is a peak. Not that you would have before. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. yep. At this point, we're just talking to you to help our career. Uh, so. <laughs> yeah. um, what are you driving these days for yourself? Tell us about um, your car life. Well, so a year ago, my daily driver was my beat to snot uh, Ford Expedition because I could carry most of my artwork in there. (laughs) But then my younger one got her license finally, and that became her car. And then we got our, we finally got after COVID, we finally got our van, our Sprinter van. And so uh, my husband primarily drives that since it's so big. Uh, so now I drive the Porsche that's in the garage. Hey, there <laughs> it is. Okay. Daily There's my daily out. now. Yep. Mm-hmm. What's which Porsche is it? It's a 2002 996. She's just a she's just a sweet little love bug on the road. I love. Yeah, those are great cars. Yep. Absolutely wonderful. Absolutely wonderful. Have you have you done? I, I was gone. Have you done Bugatti? Oh yeah. Have you? Okay, I just have. Maybe I just didn't see it. Okay. So I mean, again, yeah. I was trying, I was trying to get some real work done today and I just didn't, I mean, I kept <laughs> drooling and, you know, and I, I will or will not deny that it maybe is a background screensaver on my computer now. <laughs> <laughs> I actually so, yeah. had somebody text me today and say, Hey, can you send me one of your files and we can do some kind of licensing thing? I'd rather do that above board than do it and, and not let you at least have a little credit. And I go, that's an odd thing to say to somebody. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So that's that's an older one. Yeah. Do you see it, Nick? Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. Okay. Then, yes, I did see that. I, so for that's some one. reason. Yeah, okay. That's absolutely beautiful. And then I've done a Chiron. So, I mean, you obviously, you're out there in the car world. You're doing this. I mean, what have you gotten to drive that's, that's really gotten your... I mean, I know, I mean, I know it's going to say Porsche in it, but I mean, is there something out there that you've had the opportunity that, that somebody said, hey, I need you to paint this. And you're like, you know what? I really need to drive this and feel this before I can paint because this. Because you should do that. Yeah, you should do... If you don't do that, <laughs> I know. I need to now. make that part of my agreement now is really Absolutely, what I've yeah. got to do. Yeah. If, you, if you really want me to get it, capture the essence, I think I need to sit behind the wheel and drive it. Absolutely. There you go. Yeah. So maybe that'll become part of my new uh, 2023 agreement. (laughs) (laughs) As it should. As it should. But no, I, no one, no one offers me the keys. Not yet. So, but most people probably don't realize I actually know how to drive a manual and a fast car. So that's okay. That's that's making a large assumption, but yeah, you know, people of my generation, we actually (laughs) had to learn on a manual. (laughs) (laughs) 
So, I like to say it though. <laughs> let, let, let's talk about this process a little bit because you, you've said it you, when you shoot the car. So do you go, if somebody says, I want my car painted or, or, or you, you, you think of a car, do you go, you shoot, you shoot it obviously with a camera and then you, you, you know, then you bring that back and you work off of the photos? I do. That's okay. all of my work is all off of photos. But if somebody's out of country or they're on the other side of this, uh, the U.S., uh, I, most people can get me what I need if I just give them a little bit of direction. They don't have to be professional level, but a, a lot of these guys do have professionals who shoot their cars. And so I just say, make sure you're they're comfortable with me using their cars, their photos for my reference. And I haven't had any problems to date. So, and actually when I see a, a photo online that I love, I'll usually reach out to the photographer and say, Hey, love that. Can I use your, can I use your image? And they'll say oh, yes. And you, and, yeah. So you pretty much could just hang out with Carl all the time and have your career set for car painting anyway. Well, and <laughs> it's a well, lot of jail time. <laughs> <laughs> well, a lot of photographers, I mean, I get it. I've had them say, no, that's not okay. I, but that's been so rare. That's like, I think I've had that happen to me twice, like twice ever. Um, and that's when I've asked probably 30 different photographers over the course of the five years. So interesting. Good. Have you ever, okay. So two questions in one, how long does it take to do one of these? And have you ever done something at like live where you've gone and painted a car with the car kind of thing? I was contracted actually to do something like that. And both they and I realized as I was getting ready to do it, because I only ever paint my studio. I like time. I like time to do it. I don't want to put out a, dare I say, piece of crap. That's that I she did. will she not. <laughs> I dared uh, that I cannot feel comfortable letting it out of my studio. And, and honestly, if it's, if it's got to just sit there for a week or two until I know for sure I'm done with it, even when I think I'm done with it, then it needs to sit. I could never feel comfortable at the end of a live painting saying, here you go. Have at it. And, and this is all and the time we had. Okay so here you it. go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's your hour. That's your hour's worth of work. And it's not that I can't like somebody asked me how long it takes. So you, you asked me, you asked me how long it takes. Well, if I add in all the layers, like if I even just came with the first two layers or four layers done and I just was painting the subject, I'd still want a few hours with it. So, um, I don't know any painting, is a minimum of probably six to 10 hours. And then some of the more troublesome ones can be upwards of 20 to 30 hours. And troublesome just means that I, it's a challenge for me to get what I want. Totally so, worth yeah, it. One, yeah. two a week then if you're, if you're sticking at it the whole time. Well, yeah, but again, I work on multiple paintings at a time. So like right now I have probably 10 going that are commission pieces, three for one client, three for another client. And then a couple of singles, and then I'm still trying to get in front of what is my 2023 collection. I've got to get those done before my first shows in January. Wow! So there's a lot of work to do. You are busy. Keeps me busy. Time doing podcasts. Maybe get back to work. Well, you're we're doing this during our dinner hour, guys. We're all good. (laughs) Kidding. (laughs) Who needs to eat? I'm kidding. Right? Absolutely. Oh, now she's the starved artist. I see. (laughs) Sure. We jump around on this show a lot, so I'm going to go back to something you said earlier because it kind of made me think of it. Um, you said you started when you were in your 40s, right? 
Do you wish you had started sooner or do you feel like that was the right time? No, absolutely. I feel like that was the right time. Everything that I've done in my life has led to this time. So the fact that I was a trade show manager, that afforded me the understanding of what it looks like to market, to be in front of people, sales, uh, being in front of crowds, being able to display something and and show it in a way that is uh, pleasing. Those all came from that decade of working in that. I was a mom for 15 years before I started doing it professionally. 15 years was a gift. My, I got to watch my kids and go to school with them and drop them off and do all of that stuff. I did some consulting work during that, but that was few and far between. That, to me, all of those things lent itself. And actually, even at the point when I started doing this professionally and they were still at home, I was a little uncomfortable with it because I felt like they get to launch first and then I want to have this for me. But it was actually the perfect timing because as it built at the point when my older daughter was graduating from high school was when my first uh, really big year. So that was 2019. So my first really big year of creating and starting to really travel. um, That was when that happened. And that was the perfect timing. That's awesome. Yeah, I wouldn't have changed a thing. I'm a little inspired. <laughs> yeah, well, that's the one thing you you need is a new job or a new career. Totally. That's what you need. <laughs> All that free time we got. Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah. <laughs> well, later. A third one. <laughs> I just say later to everyone. Just It'll come later. Don't feel pushed. It's all good. I'm old. Later is now. <laughs> now it's later wait so yeah. you're like see i think i was so i was 40 what am i now yeah so i was 43 yeah. 43 no well, now's our time now's our time we're 43 <laughs> right we just turned start 43 getting, start the wheels so. going and think about yeah. it and over the next two years cultivate it and just then have to find that, that talent or artistic <laughs> talent or in my case autistic That's talent what's gonna stop us <laughs> yeah I mean, yeah <laughs> Oh. A lack of talent has Maybe stopped us cooking. at a lot Maybe of times. <laughs> yeah. No, I have that talent. I need I need to t- draw back on the drinking talent. Yeah. I can type kind of fast. <laughs> I can't. Yeah. That that's all I got. I can't even spell fast. So, yeah. Yeah. Amazing. Wow. Well, just yeah. You're featured um before we uh, kind of going to, coming toward the end here, but uh, you're featured right now. Let's see, Peterson, Amelia, Concourse, Pebble Beach, Cavallino. Like, uh, where can people see your art live? I know everybody. We can. Well, we will direct people to your website, your Instagram and stuff. But if they, if you, where are your pieces displayed now? If somebody's in the area and they want to go see them. Well, again, if she'd stop doing this and get to the 2023 collection, we'd be able to see it. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> All right, bye. Yeah, so, <laughs> and. Uh, uh, and if anything, we've inspired her for the collection. Yeah. There you are. Sorry. There you are. Yeah. Subaru is coming. Back on. It's coming. Um, <laughs> uh, Peterson, I still have work at the Peterson, which is they have been very gracious uh, to keep putting me in there and putting work up on the walls. Saratoga Automobile Museum, I still have my work there. And actually, uh, coming this in January, there is a new uh, shop that's opening up at the Thermal Club. I'm sort of excited about it. I guess technically this is my letting people know because I just hung it last week, but they are still finalizing the the whole shop at it's not the Thermal Club's pro shop. It is a it's called Garage Row Racing, and they have created a little gallery, and I am 
going to be their artists there. So it's kind of a cool deal. Uh, I know that's a very exclusive club, but those are some of the places where I'll have my work hanging uh, all year long. And then Dallas, I have a gallery there, but I've probably, it's been good, but it's a lot of work to have different galleries. And of course I have the gallery in um, Daytona Beach Gallery 500. That's another one that has has my work there all year long. So Very cool. All right. Yeah, yeah. that's good spread. I guess I yeah. where are you where are you based out of? California. Cal- I'm in I'm Southern California. I'm an oh, hour south of LA. That's a large state, Dan. I mean <laughs> <laughs> It is Just a large state. You and state. I never go south of Monterey. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm an hour south of LA and an hour north of San Diego. It's actually nice. kind of a nice little okay. spot. Yeah, great driving roads. A lot of cars yep. down there. Yes. So I've heard. Yeah. yeah. A lot of cars. Our Car little local yeah. is uh well, if you guys know uh, Jacob, he was uh, that's how yeah. I met Jacob. He was, he came down to our OC Cars and Coffee and I uh, showed him around and introduced him to the Weirs who run that event and it's, it's a great community. Great yeah. car community down here. Awesome. Well, Avance Partners up here if you need some uh, beautiful art for your office, listeners, if you need uh, some beautiful art for your exotic or your Subaru Outback. <laughs> you can commission Lynn. <laughs> you know, I was I was kind of set on the Triumph, but now you keep bringing up the Subaru. <laughs> exactly. The Honda Monkey would be kind of cool. I, yeah, okay. The mo- okay, the Monkey's like... It actually okay, really yeah, would well, be kind of cool. <laughs> Why do we want to ruin her wonderful com- career? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so, yeah. Yeah. So, awesome. Lynn, uh, we really appreciate you taking time to do this um, out of your schedule. Well, thank you, guys. And, and, you know, obviously we are enthralled by your art and, and really love it so we're fans we're fans yeah thank Big you fans. but no, you guys um, have been awesome we will definitely obviously giving the link to your instagram your facebook page and the website and and we'll be showing some of the art you know when well, yeah, whoever's clicked on this you know yeah. carl's <laughs> we have some photos we can use it's fine so yeah <laughs> thanks carl yeah thanks yeah. carl <laughs> thanks carl <laughs> excellent all right yeah thanks for tuning in lynn thanks for joining us thank you and uh, for this episode of the Avance Podcast, as always, I'm Nick. I'm Dan, and don't just get there. Enjoy the drive. <laughs>